Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. to Beauty and Beyond in association with Beauty Buddy, a global community of beauty buddies and the go-to app for independent beauty reviews and much more. I'm Sarah McGovern and he's Ken Boylan. She's a mom, she's a catwalk queen and she's a businesswoman. While he's a makeup artist to the stars, a product designer and a beauty guru. So how are you, Ken? Great. I'm really good. How are you? I'm great. I'm so delighted to be doing this with you. We know each other so long, probably over 20 years at this stage. And (laughs) we always have so much fun on our jobs, but we don't get to see each other very often. So for me, this is something that's um, obviously totally new and new for you too. But I'm so excited to be able to do this with you. Um, I feel Uh, like we've got so much to share with people and to talk about. So um, I think so. Yeah, it's it's really, really good. I'm delighted to be here with you, Sarah. And thank you so much for for thinking of me. And um, I'm, I think this will be a bit of fun yeah, um, and, totally and uh, let, let's get going. So for our first podcast, we wanted to give a little insight into the two of us and who we are and, and where we came from. And, God forbid. Um, <laughs> I know. And also an insight into the podcast series. So what we're going to do is, along with chatting to um, people in our industry and beyond, obviously it's beauty and beyond, we're going to be reviewing uh, products as well. So we have a shed load of products that we uh, want to review. We're going to give honest reviews. So yeah. it, we may like, we may not, it depends. Um, and we hopefully will have um, very, very passionate arguments um, <laughs> about these <laughs> products. I must admit, I'm not a an expert in any field in this beauty. I have to say that. But you see, you keep on saying that, Sarah. You are an expert. You've been. Well, a, you, you are a woman. <laughs> and you have been doing this for so long. You've been doing. Um, you've been a model. You've been um, yeah. in in the industry, in the fashion and beauty industry, for an awful long time. So you know an awful lot of stuff. I, I like. I probably you know, know more than really I do. think I do. And, and I've had probably every makeup brand put on my face over the twenty exactly. years. Um, exactly. I have uh, used so many products. But like anyone, we all are a little bit of beauty experts, I guess, at the end of the day. I think so too, yeah. Yeah. uh, But I'm quite a cynic, I think, when it comes to beauty products. So that's a good thing, I think, for this podcast too. Definitely. There's so much out there. There's so much rubbish out there. There's so much, um, there's so many things that are good. I mean, you know, like we'll discuss in in future podcasts um, about the beauty industry, how things are made, how things are, you know, um, how uh, products are brought together. It'll amaze some people how things are um, put together really totally and then I think we'll also be pleased 
talking about things like the Botox world and the non-Botox yeah. world. And um, I've recently opened my eyes to some some new things that I'm really excited to share with you. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm just so excited to talk about all these different areas. So well, the only reason I'm doing this area is purely the fact that I want free stuff and I want, <laughs> um, I want to get sent to beautiful locations around the world, such as Switzerland, to get vampire facials and so on. So, you know, that's oh, really very good. Oh, that's the only reason you said yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I wish. Um, but anyway, let's get started. I'm going to start yeah. with you, if that's okay. Um, yeah, of course, you know, I, I love nothing better than talk about myself. Self. All right. So you have been a makeup artist for about 25 million years now at the yeah. stage. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, a long you've, time. You've worked on a host of celebrities and models for shoots and shows and red carpet events, award ceremonies. And But how did it all get started for you? Was this something you always wanted to do? Um, you know what? I, I was one of these kids who was, um, you know, I was always, I was always very artistic, and I was never good in school. I'm, I'm dyslexic, so it tended to hold me back a bit. I, I know I probably use it as, as an, as a, as a crutch, and I shouldn't because you know so many people do so well with dyslexia. Yeah. But I was, uh, I was, I was one of your typical sort of. Um, tearaway kids I, I i wasn't terribly good in school although i was um you know i was good at sports i was good at uh, art and history i loved and i was good at home economics <laughs> oh. but um uh, everything else i was pretty crap at so um you know when i when i left school um we do i did my leaving and i did really badly but uh, i left school and was like what do i do now so i decided uh, to maybe to try acting and um, i was always told to go and do that so yeah so i went and i i I did a course in drama. I did drama for two and a half years, um, a, a course in drama for two and a half years. And then I got out into the big bad world and I realized uh, actually this is pretty crap and uh, I'm not very <laughs> good at this. So I was like, what the hell else will I do? So I went um, and I did, I saw a course, a nighttime course in makeup artistry. And it was, um, I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. And when I started off, it was, there was no men in our industry. There was, there was, there was one or two male makeup artists in Dublin, yeah. but really there was nobody and um so i went and i did that course and it wasn't a terribly good course um but i got all the books and i <laughs> taught myself really i you know really? yeah really taught well, myself your background in, in being good at art i suppose that kind yeah, of yeah so yeah. that that helped you know and it was something I, I became really passionate about and um then um i started you know started doing working I, if you could say that i started uh, being used um oh. in the in, in our industry, in the fashion industry, uh, by uh, you know prominent other makeup artists as a dog's body, which you do oh, for so right. long, yeah. you have to learn your trade. You know, it's not just a matter of walking into a job. Um, uh, you know, you have to learn how to how to do um, what you do. So I did that yeah. for a long while, and then I um, I started working. I got a job in Blue Aru, which was a fantastic I makeup store. Yeah, a gorgeous it makeup was store. Beautiful. Wasn't it? It was such a yeah, nice place, and uh, I started working in there, and then uh, I, was, I so got like, to work. Yeah, that's when I remember you first. Then actually, I thought it was, it was Armani, Blue Roo. but it was actually Blue Roo, was it? No, it was okay. yeah, loads of people knew me from Blue Roo, and it was you know they just they just wanted a man on staff. You know, there were there were um, they, they 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 there was nobody around. I mean, I had to pick up the jobs really because yeah. people wanted a guy um, to work in their shop. You know, because okay. women te women for, tend to like you. Yes, but women yeah. like like a man working on their face, you know, yeah. um, and uh, so and <laughs> that sounds disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
like this moment. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for that. Okay. So at the time, at the time, basically, you know, um, you know, pip uh, shops were. It was the beginning of the sort of makeup thing in Ireland. You know, um, yeah. like Bluru was an amazing store in many ways because it had all of the brands that now are commonplace. So it had, you know, Stila, it had uh, Shantikai, it had Shuamora, it had, you know, all these big brands. Or all these brands. I uh, yeah, La Prairie. I think I was like one of my first um, years in modelling, maybe when that happened, when that shop was open, and I just. It opened my eyes to this world of yeah. like, could you imagine spending nearly a thousand euro on, on a pot of cream or something? I know, like, and it was, but it was at the stupid time, you know. People, people really did. Yeah, people, yeah. you know, but the only the only thing about the shop was it tended to be um, um it wasn't run very well. So the problem was that um you would we would have um <laughs> we would have a book and I'm 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 pretending I'm holding it's a book about it like a uh, 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 an encyclopedia's worth of pages of people waiting for products, and um, and then you know it, when the product came in, you give it to maybe five or six people, and then the rest would be waiting. So that was the story with the shop the whole entire time because it was an independent shop. They couldn't um, they couldn't bring all the products in they needed to sell. So that was a bit of fun. Uh, that's where I learned a retail how to retail things, you know. <laughs> and um, was that also a makeup store? I, I remember mainly as, as as beauty products, not yeah. It was a makeup store. It was it was, it was oh, mainly a makeup store and oh. then it was um and then there was a lot of beauty and then it sold you know things like you know vases for um three thousand euro <laughs> and uh you know ridiculous stuff that ridiculous. you know i mean i mean there was a collection of candles that smelled like earth i always remember that and just being what the feck is that thing? Oh, um so yeah but then, then Armani Cosmetics Armani. came and grabbed me yeah am yeah. uh, brown thomas um copped on and they opened up their makeup hall you know and and mm. they started getting some cool brands in and then it was sort of the downfall really of of blue Roo, but um they started getting cool brands in and then armani um cosmetics had set up in brown thomas they weren't known at all i mean and nobody knew of or ever heard of a, a, a fashion designer making makeup but it was led by pat mcgrath who's a world famous makeup artist and um they basically came and asked me to come work for them so i i i did and uh, yeah. Um, I, I remember you moving to Armani and it's like everyone again flocked to you it was about yeah. you really rather yeah. than the products but then in fairness the products were beautiful and yeah. it's where I remember using their foundation Illuminous Silk was it was the most the beautiful foundation ever yeah it really was yeah, it was, it was. A, brown, a groundbreaking uh, foundation but yeah. they yeah that was the whole point they didn't know I went for a job with them and um, I think originally they wanted me just to be uh, like a, um, a counter manager or whatever and I was like there's absolutely no way I can do I'm not that sort of person I don't manage anything so I showed them my portfolio I told them what I did and then they created a job for me which was um, to be the makeup artist to go out and do shoots and to do TV and stuff and so I became the face of Armani yeah. and really that's where people know me first even today I mean that was gosh that was like 20 something years ago and still today really? women still come up to me and go you did my makeup and Armani I've never forgotten it and it's yeah. lovely to have that but no, that's absolutely. how it all started you know and then I ended up leaving Brand Thomas after four and a half years and Armani and then setting up my own thing with Ellie Balfe and uh, we did Boiling and Balfe for a couple of years and then um, the recession hit. You had your was... own shop though in town yeah. was that yeah. Boiling and Balfe at the time? It wasn't just No that was Ken Boiling and Ellie and I had, um, had uh, part 
parted ways and um um she of course now is 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 you know she was she went on to run image online and she went yeah. on to do yeah. irish tatler and so she's doing amazing yeah. things um but, but uh, we're I still remember friends your your shop actually and you had your own brand of makeup so like yeah. your brand of makeup came first before the shop yeah so we decided i was at the at that stage i was just sick of selling everybody else's makeup and makeup. and uh you know doing a face and and basically you know they'd go in and spend a fortune in brown thomas i was like here yeah. listen send spend a fortune with me <laughs> not with brown thomas and so it became no. a natural progression rather than something that you always had gone i'm going to have my own brand someday it was like the next step in your career. yeah i suppose i i've i've always been i've always been um fairly um I've always I've always known what I wanted. I've been, I'm, I'm quite ambitious, mm-hmm. so this was just the next step. So we went. Fabio, my husband, is um, a pharmacologist and a pharmacognosist. He's a professor in Trinity. So he and myself got nice together book. and we were like, right, <laughs> let's let's. What's get. Far, sorry, what's a pharma? What was the second thing? I don't know what he does. He does stuff <laughs> with things. He does. No, I'm really joking. He's a he pharmacist. He's, he teaches pharmacists yeah. how to be pharmacists. My uncle was that actually as well, yeah. 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 So he's um, so he knows all the ins and outs of products and, and all of that sort of stuff. And then uh, so we just decided we, we went on the look. We look out around the world to see who would do make products for a little company or for a makeup artist. And we found somewhere in, uh, we couldn't find anywhere in Europe, unfortunately. We found a place in Canada that... Uh, um, uh, we go over to every couple of years and we, we we made our products so we went over we chose what we wanted in the range I was let loose into a ginormous warehouse uh, full of colour mm-hmm. swatches and, and, and sparkly stuff and I had a great time picked our, <laughs> our, our cosmetic range and then Fabio made sure it was all legal <laughs> because the stuff that is legal over there that's not legal not here so you know and that's how it all started and we've been wow. going now for the past um, for the past got nine years and so that was in a recession you started that makeup range. Yeah, stupid. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> yeah. But I do remember having like been a big fan of Voluminous Silk, the yeah. range. And then you brought out your range and I was like, okay, I can't really afford Voluminous Silk. Like it's 50 mm. euro and I had to pick pick two colors to mix them together to get the same yeah. color as my skin. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's 100 euro. And then, then yeah. you came out with your, your products and I absolutely adored your HD foundation then. Thank you. And it was 25 euro. And yeah. I was like, okay, we're in a recession. This is the most perfect product for me. And everyone, I used it for years. Everyone kept saying, what do you use on your, your foundation? I said, yeah. I use Ken Boylan's. I, it, like to me, it was like Illumina Silk, but half the price, do you know? Yeah. And it was the most amazing. It still is the most amazing product. Yeah, well, we, 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 we sort of, we sort of modeled uh, <laughs> a little bit on, on our product. Um, and it is, it still is now our most popular product. So we, we you yeah. know, we've got our online. We, we only sell online now. We don't sell anywhere else. Just, you know, we've been there, done that, bought the T-shirt. Um, yeah. And it is, um, it is a difficult um thing to do so we've now gone yeah. back online and it's just myself uh, as you know Sarah it's just me yeah. and Fabio and he's got his job I've got mine and yeah. it's lovely we love we love the way it is so you know yeah, people just ring in, ring in their orders and we send them out next day and yeah. um, you know we've a really lo- loyal client base um, you know which is fantastic well, we'll, so, we'll have to do some reviews of your products then yes but I we absolutely your, will your, uh, your BB cream <laughs> I know has won awards and is, is actually one of the most beautiful BB creams yeah and you've got it on right now and I love yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's nice and light, but we'll review yeah. those products again. Yeah, we will. We'll do that again. Products. So come here. But, can uh, I ask no, you no, a question? No, no, not yet. Not yet. So, well, okay. I, have, I have a couple more questions for okay, you. Okay, what, okay. What's, okay. what has been your favorite part of the whole industry? Um, I know that's a tough one. I know there's probably been some highlights. Uh, like, yeah. So my, my, do you want to know my highlights? Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, so I have um, I've had the pleasure of doing a lot of really nice people's makeup. Yeah. Um, I suppose one of the sort of drop some names. Go on, drop some. Okay, names. so so <laughs> like one of the most because I was I'm such a huge fan of the Beatles. I ended up, I got to do Yoko Ono's makeup. Um, really? I did a two day thing with her, and um, that was pretty amazing. I was absolutely terrified, I have to say, because yeah. you know she's so famous and you know she's such an icon. Um, and I did her. And she turned out to be lovely, and was um, she? she was tiny. She was just, she was about the size of Yoda. She was so small, <laughs> and she was um, she had her assistant with her, and I basically told talk, she talks really quietly, like really, really quietly, like a mouse. And of course, I I'm I I have hearing aids. I'm, I I have partial hearing in one ear, and I couldn't I couldn't hear her, and I got really flustered. So her her assistant had to come in, and he stood there. She said what she wanted, and then he told me what she was saying. Oh, <laughs> so this is what it was like, and it was very odd. But we ended up it was lovely, and so that she was that was great. Type of woman who doesn't even wear makeup. So oh, she wears makeup. Yeah. Does she? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She yeah. wears a lot of makeup, and she she well, loves her makeup. That was if you're a big fan of the Beatles, then that must yeah, have been that was amazing. And then we've yeah. done, you know, I've done the likes of um, I did Kylie Minogue years ago. No. I did um, some of the oh, Spice Girls when they came to Ireland first, when they weren't even famous. I've done, you know, Chrissy Turlington, which was amazing. <gasps> she, no, you know. she's my ultimate all-time. Oh my gosh, she is so beautiful. Yeah, she was she launching um, a range of her skincare range in Dublin, and I yeah. got to do her makeup. Uh-huh. And oh my gosh, she's just sensationally beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, mm. yeah. And I then know. you know, yeah, there's a lot of other people, but there's you know, one of the things I'm I'm happy about is I love our industry, as in we get to you know work with our friends. You all, uh, we all become friends after a while, yeah. so you end up doing uh, a you know a group of people, which is fantastic, and that's also yeah. what I love about our industry. Yeah, and the hardest part of the industry would be um it's very i suppose what was the lowest point and i i you know I don't mean this in a bad way to it, but was we set up, we went and we we opened a shop in uh, in Kildare Village, and mm-hmm. um, it went very well for a while, and then it didn't, and um, so that was very difficult because I've I've never had that sort of um, I'd never had. I've always been relatively successful and I, I yeah. felt like I failed there and that was quite a difficult that was that was a couple of years ago yeah. and that was but quite a difficult thing to pull I'm myself sure. out of but I did you know through thank God for Fabio you know he was mm-hmm. just amazing um he you know he's my rock so um he pulled me out of it and the great thing about it was that we ended up getting a really good online clientele because of Kildare Village so it wasn't all bad you know it was you know and I don't it wasn't Kildare Village's fault or my fault yeah. it was just it was it just didn't work you know but I suppose we have to fail don't we to learn and and you do you totally do especially in our industry you know you really do and you know you learn so much and I've learned so much um over over the years of doing this um and uh you know you you get in our industry there's a lot of promises there's a lot of you know there's a lot of bluster and then Mm -hmm. you've got to sort of cut through the bluster which I've learned to do and then then you just to to get on with your thing yeah, exactly. I think I think we also have our mature heads on us as well. That's, that's, yeah, uh, that's that's we, definitely another it, it thing. It keeps you real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to know absolutely. It all. Yeah. Absolutely. So I have okay. So I have a quick fire round for you. Okay. I, I haven't okay. told you that I was going to do this. So uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So uh, okay. Quick 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 answers to these then, if that's okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Number one, favorite all-time makeup product. Um, 
all not time. Grow. <laughs> no, okay, yeah. Um, I would say uh, Luminous Silk Foundation from Armani. Oh, okay. Um, worst the original one, the original one, not the one that's there now. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Um, worst makeup trend of the last few decades? Uh, what's going on at the moment with <laughs> the young girls and the, the really, the, the baking and the contouring and all that. I love a little, you know, if you go onto my Instagram, you'll see the sort of makeup I do. Um, I just find that, um, I, I think that the, the makeup trend of, of it being everything on the face mm -hmm. and uh, cut creases and glitter and all that, it's lovely and fine, but I just need it to be calmed down a lot. I, I just think it's giving... I think that girls are going to look back on their photographs and go, oh, dear God, what was I doing? Um, I think also the thing is, is that, you know, it's also giving a false sense of how to look. Um, I think makeup yeah. should be part of a beauty routine. It should be, it should enhance your beauty. It shouldn't mask it and take away from your beauty yeah. and make you into something else. And that's that's the trend. I just, the trend at the moment. And it is going, it is, people are starting to see, see come out the other end of it, but that's the trend I don't like at the moment. Yeah, I think maybe COVID might calm that all down a little bit. Yeah, all to be please God. Paired back <laughs> a bit. Okay, one thing you don't leave the house without. My hearing aids. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, uh, Makeup-wise? Or beauty-wise, creams. Okay, beauty-wise, yeah, cream, because I, I don't really... Um, oh, I don't know, I know. My concealer, my concealer for my under-eyes, for me. Oh. My my own concealer uh, yeah. for my range. It's a, it's a liquid concealer, and I do not go anywhere without it because I just look like I've been punched if I don't wear it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, look. Um, okay, who is your makeup artist hero? Um, in Ireland, the oh, Irish make okay. Inter in internationally, uh, like Pat McGrath, you know, yeah, um, I got to work with her a couple of times uh, through Armani. Um, I just think she's incredible, just incredibly talented, and uh, just amazing what she does. Um, and in, in Irish, I I just absolutely love um, Zoe Clark's makeup. I think she's such a beautiful oh, makeup yeah. artist. Her yeah. style is stunning. I think, um, and also uh, Paula Callan will be another one who I yeah. who I have total envy of. I love I love her I style know. of makeup as yeah. well. They're both brilliant. It's true. Yeah. Um, okay, so apart from your own brand of makeup, what mm -hmm. is your favorite brand overall of makeup? Like as in. Not necessarily love every single product, but just the brand itself. You like okay. okay. Um, I would have to say Stila. The original Stila products were just okay. so beautiful. The eyeshadows. You know, one of the things that um, you know, I love. Obviously, I loved Armani, um, but. Armani's eyeshadows, for instance, were always terrible. They were just never good, never good quality eyeshadows. I don't know what they w did with eyeshadows. But one of the things makeup artists need the most is good quality eyeshades and yeah. eyeshadows and so on. So, you know, um, uh, Stila really just had the most brand groundbreaking, gorgeous eyeshadows and shades and shimmers and so on. Mm -hmm. So that would have to be um, um, Stila okay. would have been my, my all-time favorite product line. Okay, cool. Um, okay, next question. To Botox or not? Uh, absolutely absolutely <laughs> stuff it in the face i firmly believe in everything that's not um 
if it if it makes you look younger, go for it. I, I'm a firm believer in it. I'm much more of a believer in that and in peels and in, you know, good advice than I am, you know, going out and spending an absolute fortune on a on a face cream that doesn't work. I, I firmly believe in, you know, everybody should have a facialist or somebody who they go to once or twice a year to get really good advice on 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 their skin and and that's men and women. So, you yeah. know, it's uh, I, I think that's really, really important. But yes, um, I, I get Botox myself um, um, and uh, I, I really like it. Um, but as long as it's well done well and no. you don't end up getting addicted to it and end up looking like a big sort of weird <laughs> tiger. I know, that's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> and and actually, on that point, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of the opposite to you. So I think we'll, we'll investigate the whole Botox or not yes. thing. Again, yes, another because I've my my whole world has changed recently when I went to a skin consult. Well, I had a skin yes, consult, which we which, which I can't I, wait to um, hear about. Actually, now, yeah. So we'll talk about that again someday. Okay, to fake tan or not? Um, I hate fake tan. Always have done. Um, what? I hate the smell. No. I hate uh, I hate it all. And I I bet you, if you ask any man, um, they will say the same thing. I understand that Irish women want to look slightly darker. That's fair enough. But it's just the, you know. Like I do, I do a lot of weddings. I do, you know, that would be my main area, uh, my main business area. And, you know, uh, I see tons of fantastic um, spray tans, but then I see some absolute disasters. And um, I just... I don't know. I, I, I think a little bit we're Irish. Yeah. You know, we don't have the weather unless we're away. You know, a little bit of colour is really, really beautiful. It can be really stunning. Yeah. But so can alabaster. <laughs> so can gorgeous, you know, alabaster skin with beautiful sheen on it. It can be stunning as well. Yeah. So I, I just, I would be, yes, fine. I understand that fake tan is here to stay. I think we spend more money in this country than any other country in Europe on fake tan mm -hmm. per capita. Um, so I do understand that it's here to stay, but I wouldn't just yeah. be a ginormous fan. Where I'm like tanorexic, so I'm all about the tan. <laughs> but yeah, I do agree with you. I'm never mahogany and, and yeah. um, I don't yeah. like it too it much. It ages color. you also. It just it makes you look older, you know. Yeah, the darker yeah. you are, the older looking you, you look. Yeah, you know? but it makes me feel so much better. Um, okay, <laughs> so amazing. I'm nearly finished in my question. Okay. But um, what should every woman have in their makeup kit? What, like one thing, do you think? Every woman should have a, I think, a lipstick. I think okay. a lipstick is um, a lipstick changes you. It it it, you know, adds adds color to your face. Um, it you can go from a neutral to a strong sort of pillar box red if you wanted to, and it changes the mood. It changes how you feel about yourself, and I just think that's a really that's a that's a total gift. Yeah, actually, my mom always said that actually about a lipstick that it would be the most important thing for a woman to wear, particularly as you get older, it brightens the face up. Um, I'm not a massive lip. Lipsticky. I don't like dark lipstick on me, but I do love a red lipstick coming up to kind of Christmas time. And you actually, and I'm not just saying this, have the most beautiful red in your collection that I take out time and time again. It just, it suits my skin tone, obviously. And I use it on loads of shoots and everyone's always like, where is that red from? Ken Boyle. <laughs> Make a it's play. called Ruby Ruby. It's called Ruby Ruby. Ruby, Ruby. It's the one I get. I remember oh, getting it. Just, Ruby Ruby. Yeah. Yeah. It's the most perfect. Thank yeah, you. It's absolutely oh, that's nice but, to um, know. Yeah, no, I love it. Um, I love when celebrities wear me makeup. It's great. <laughs> That's like Zedless celebrity here. Um, okay, so a couple more questions. You, uh, let me see, your favourite scent? 
my favorite also my favorite for men my favorite scent is uh, aqua de gio um, oh, by yeah. uh, by armani it is the most beautiful sh- scent for a man it is it's the one thing i buy over and over and over again um, and it just smells delicious and i love it on me and i i've been wearing it for donkey's years and i just love yeah. it i always go back that to it good. for a woman i have to say um I would say, I suppose, uh, yeah, no, but Chanel, I suppose, is really beautiful as long as it's used really lightly, number five, but very lightly. Yeah, because people can overdo it and just, Mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, it's so overpowering. But just a very small amount of it, I think, is really really beautiful. Hmm. Okay. Don't say yours, don't Uh, say yours, because that's one of the questions I'm going to ask you. Oh, yeah. oh God! Uh, <laughs> I just don't even know if I have one. Um, right, you had answered my last question uh, about the most famous face you have ever beautified. So I'll ask mm. you my last question: Your celebrity crush, male or female? Okay, celebrity crush, uh, female. I would have to say who do I think is absolutely stunning. Obviously, I'm a raging homosexual, so you know I don't fancy <laughs> them, but, um, <laughs> but um, I think I'm easy, appreciating face. their beauty. <laughs> Nowadays, I would say um, all time would be somebody like Catherine Deneuve, you know, I thought she was an incredibly beautiful woman ever invented. She was so stunning. Nowadays, I would say, um, I don't know. I don't know any of the actresses. Who would I say actress wise? You'll have to get back to me on that. I, I'm okay. not sure. I, I, now that you've asked me, that's like asking and you have music and you're like, ah, ah. I know, no, I know. It's, it's a really hard one. If I was yeah, asked, yeah. I'd be like, I don't know. Um, what about men? Do, do like, uh, like- men who I think is all time beautiful man of all time would be i'm 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 just such a i i love old hollywood i love old hollywood movies yeah. so i suppose would be rock hudson would be the most beautiful man yeah. ever invented yeah. he's so beautiful so handsome and i suppose woman would be you know also the likes of vivian lee i just think is stunning okay. you know that's what i loved her as scarlett o'hara as one of my yeah. all-time favorite movies yeah. or maureen o'hara the irish beauty Aww. you know so yeah. but like uh, nowadays i'll have to go back to you in a minute okay. i'll think for a minute Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, perfect. So now is it my turn to well, ask you thank questions? You for, <laughs> thank you for your quick fire round, which wasn't very quick, but anyway, <laughs> I'm trying to prolong it so you don't have to get to me, but uh, we have to meet. We? <laughs> okay, Sarah, so over to you. Um, how are you? I'm grand. <laughs> I'm nervous about this now. <laughs> okay, nobody can see this because we're recording, but Sarah, Sarah's actually nervous about me asking her questions. So, you know, whatever. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so for starters, give us a brief synopsis of history of you. Oh, goodness me. Okay, so when I was younger, I used to watch a program called Fashion TV with Jeannie Becker. <laughs> whom I met last year and I was just so delighted to meet her and everyone else was like who is this woman I was like I'm showing my age but anyway it was a fashion TV program on a half an hour on a Sunday I loved it and I loved it and it was loved when the supermodels it. were the big supermodels yes. that was the big five and so I just used to look at them all in awe and go oh my god I'd love to do that someday but never I suppose had the confidence never thought I would be able to ever do it um, I like I and of course I knew I'd never be a, like a supermodel but I just even wanted to be part of an agency I guess so um, nothing happened for years and years and years. I did a couple of school fashion shows and so that, and I was interested in it that way. And then I went um, to college, and I was actually in a former life. I was the students' union president of Kevin Street, um, DIT Kevin Street, and I helped some photography students with a campaign. They had um, built a beautiful new facility in Temple Bar, and there was lots of red tape going on. They couldn't get into the facility. So I helped them with a campaign and then they all came in one day and went, well, would you do some for shots for us for our like final pro projects? And I was like, okay. And then when we did that, they were like marched me down to assets one day. And I went in and met Derek, who's now still my agent, and Mags, and they took me on straight away. Now, they did say that these photographs are not going to work. I was like, I know, I know. But I was just so delighted. I could not believe that they took me on. But taking somebody on I suppose in the industry like that and then actually working in the industry are two yeah. completely different things but totally. anyway he it was a Friday evening and my life completely changed at that moment when he said yes because I was meant to go to Germany to do Erasmus in college and I decided to run for election again and work as a model so I ran for election of the um, students union again for overall DIT uh, students union and then I ran for I, I also then went and did modeling for that year when I won that campaign so I was quite naive I suppose thinking that I'd I'd be quite busy I was nearly too busy in my other job to be modeling mm -hmm. I suppose but anyway he told me on that Friday that I had a casting on Monday and I was like where when and it was actually with BT, BTs um, mm. and Catherine Kendall was was the one who was who was um, interviewing us, I suppose, as you call it. Casting is kind of like an interview. Um, and okay, just to stop you there, Catherine Kendall is one of Ireland's top um, stylists. She's a yeah. she's an icon in our industry. Absolute icon. And so along with her was John Redmond from BTs and Sinead yeah. Keenan, who was her assistant at the time. And again, equally another amazing yes. Yes. stylist in the country. Um, and I had no card. I had no book because I just literally joined the agency on the Friday. I remember the casting like it was yesterday. Walked into BT2 on Grafton Street at the time. Upstairs, there was hundreds of models there. And I remember mm. the likes of Amanda or Natasha Byron being there and Lizanna mm. Kirwan and Ruth Griffin, all these people. And I looked up to so many of these models for so long. And uh, anyway, we went, um, it was my turn and I had to walk up and down and I met Catherine and Sinead and John for the first time, explained I just joined. 
Catherine drew this little matchstick man and uh, <laughs> with me on a card and put my name on it. And I actually got that casting. So it was for wow. a show. So my first casting I actually got, and it was for BTs. And I have been working with Catherine Sinead and BTs ever since, which I just is, I'm so delighted that I can still say that. Um, and from then on, I suppose I've been working with Catherine on all these big shows and the likes of Louise Kennedy and, and all the massive big shows. So it was a, a big starting point for me, I guess. And yeah. I was very lucky to have, I've, I've, been working with them and got that casting but one of the so, reasons i think that you, you is that you've had such longevity in 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 your career is because you are such a nice person you're such a good person and everybody who ever talks about you always says the same thing and it's always she's just so lovely and obviously you look fantastic but like it really is it's an you know i think with modeling in ireland you know 40 percent of it is ha- how you are as a person yeah. as well it's as to how you look I think um, I I knew myself. I I had the height, I had a good walk, and I had good skin. But I wasn't necessarily good looking or the best looking model, or had the most perfect bone structure or you know figure, for example. Um, mm-hmm. You know, well, I look back now, I think, God, why did I think my figure wasn't that good? But it was actually quite good looking <laughs> at myself. Now. Figure. Oh my but, God, um, you had a fantastic figure. Oh, and I used to you think still I do. I remember though. doing that condom ad with you. Do you remember? Oh my God. <laughs> you remember these things. I actually forget half the job that I've done. I do remember that. And I was in college. I think I was, that was one of my first years because I think I was still in college. Yeah. And they were handing those things out. And I was like on the condom things. And we were in the students' yeah. union at the time. And we were, oh my God. Yes. Jesus. <laughs> um, but thank you for that compliment. I suppose, as I was saying, I like, I, I don't, um, I, I quickly learned that, you know, I wasn't the photogenic model. I, I, I started off doing a lot of fashion shows at first. And I loved them and I still love them because I get such a buzz out of them. But I, you know, even was told agents at the time, you know, you're not very photogenic. And uh, I was like, I know, (laughs) but I was delighted to be doing shows. I didn't really care. But uh, then the press call era started doing a lot more of them. Now, I never became that press call girl. So I suppose I quickly learned that you just had to do a bit of everything in the industry to to make any money, I guess. And... uh, I, I knew myself that, as I said, I wasn't the, the prettiest girl or the most photogenic or, you know, the thinnest or whatever. So I, I, I knew that I had to do a bit of everything and uh, turn up on time, be prepared um, yeah. and, and be be all right nice to everybody. And like uh, that is genuinely me. But I just, you know, you, you could never have an opinion because you were a hanger at the end of the day. And I, yeah. I quickly learned that, you know, so um, but thank you for your nice compliment. But uh, that I, changed I, over the years, didn't it, Sarah? It's, it's definitely changed um, the modeling industry. Uh, you know, the girl girls are, have become much more sort of Instagram famous and so yeah. on now. Yeah, and that, I think that's the whole social media side of things, really. You know, mm. I used to say to, to, to models pre-social media time, you know, uh, girls who were getting into the industry and they were like, you know, should I stay or should I finish my master's and go off and do and I'm like, finish the master's oh, and yeah. get a real job. Because yeah. at the time, you really couldn't make huge amounts of money out of modeling. Yeah, um, and everybody also, oh, that, that's the other thing we've spoken about, Sarah, is that, uh, yeah. you know, people automatically assume because you're on TV, I do a lot of television just like you yeah. do and, and so on. People automatically assume you're, you're a millionaire. But it's <laughs> so funny because we're so far from it. We're so, so, so far, far from it. Yeah, so far <laughs> from it. If my husband didn't have a proper job, I'd be screwed. 
<laughs> well, look, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm also married too, and, I, and I'm, I'm lucky to have Kenny by my side yeah, and have a stable job too. But yeah. um, in saying that, like, you know, some of the great times I've had, and, and I can talk about those again, but yeah, the downside. Which we are going to do. Oh, the downsides probably would be I was probably at the height of my career when when the recession came in mm-hmm. and then suddenly there was no work like I was lucky yeah. to have clients that still booked me but things mm-hmm. changed and there wasn't all the big shows anymore I suppose and the big shoots but mm-hmm. um, you know when a recession came in we all had to go and get another job God, uh, yeah, on the side of it and <laughs> so I, I took on wholesale selling and jewelry for no good five years um and i was having my kids throughout all this so like that was they were tough times i suppose Mm -hmm. for everybody and so people would have thought oh so you're fancy big house and you've got this and like no the opposite was that like driving around in our bangers and we have still have live in our apartment and you know it it, it was the same it was hard for us as much as it was for everyone else and 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 at times i picked up like three and four jobs you know on the side of modeling because again you had kids and you had child minding to pay for and, mm-hmm. and 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 so there has been really like tough times yeah. in, in terms financially when when you want to do something you love and i've mm-hmm. been very fortunate to, to do something that i love and i'm i'm so happy that when i'm 90 i can look back and say i've done something that yeah. i always wanted to do and you know okay it might not have made me a millionaire but i've, I've enjoyed my job you know and mm-hmm. and uh but but there's been so many good good times as well and and, and which we're actually going to do we're going to do a podcast okay. just de- dedicated to modeling um <coughs> excuse me to um we're going to get a couple of our friends on and yeah. we're going to have fun with that so tell me um what's my next question my my next probing question <laughs> um what was your favorite job ever Oh God, people are probably sick of me saying this but it, it goes back to probably my first year modeling <laughs> and uh uh, you were probably involved in this too, but the the supermodel shows, like mm-hmm. I mean, I, like as I said, we said mentioned Catherine Gundell was um, is still one of Ireland's most amazing stylists and production ladies, and she produced this massive show that was Bono's, Bono's wife Ali Houston um, had been involved in. Um, I think there was one previous to me yeah. before I even started modeling, um, maybe a couple of years before that. But there was a big casting again held. We went along, and it was for all for charity so anyone who got picked was doing it for free yeah. but you got to um work and walk alongside the supermodels and i got picked and i got chosen so i was about six months modeling at the time hadn't done much jobs probably in between um but uh, we we got to do this in the point depot as it was called at the time and uh, for me who i mentioned earlier on watching fashion tv and watching all yeah. these supermodels and then suddenly to be standing and walking at the same catwalk as chrissy Turrington, for yeah. example who and she actually talked to me backstage i was like you know like you're saying about <laughs> yoko oh no yeah like she said, are you having a good show? And now she had actually stopped modeling at the time, but she came back to do this. Um, but she, to me, has been, just always been my idol. And yeah. for her suddenly to be standing right beside me and she walked out and then I walked out next. Like, And Naomi Campbell was there and all the supermodels had flown in. Yeah. It was incredible. And it's so annoying. I was actually thinking about this the other day. We've no photographs from this. Is there nothing around? Was I it not just, recorded? It was recorded because it was, it was live on the Late Late Show. So yeah. 
Um, it was like a, nearly a three-hour show, I think. But yeah. uh, it, it, I, we'd have no photographs from, from oh backstage because at the time, gosh. obviously, we had no phones. But uh, about two years later, they did another supermodel show, and it was mm. on TV3 Live. Yeah. And we had cameras. and But I think they were all those disposable cameras. Like yeah. So I have, I have pictures with, like, Bono backstage. Yeah. I have pictures with Adam Dorowitz because I remember when we finished our, our, our couple of outfits, um, myself and Amanda, our Natasha Byram went backstage and we we're having a drink with Adam Dorowitz from the County Crows and that was like we were both <laughs> big fans um, and we're finding ourselves doing that this was mental um, and uh, but we I went up and asked Bono for a picture with all the girls um, yeah everyone was too nervous but I was like this is only going to be a chance yeah, yeah, in yeah. Lifetime. Um, and I have pictures with Heidi Klum and and Seal who I think Seal and Heidi Klum met then for the first time and then ended wow. up being married. But uh, again, I loved him. So that was, th- these were like amazing times. Like yeah. it was just, I was only probably in my early 20s. Yeah. Uh, like, how could you ever compare with that? Like, it was, no, you know, I've had some wonderful jobs since, but those were highlights because you're just, I mean, we weren't even getting paid. I said it was all for charity, but they just, and like, so there's videos of those ones, but the first one, we've nothing. I just. That's unbelievable. I, yeah, right, I call, exactly. Shout out to anybody who remembers that show. If you photograph Sarah would love. I, I definitely of have the video of it. Now I need I to remember- get- I remember being in the audience of that one. I was in, and, and oh, I'll never forget it. It was like I, we, we were so proud. It was like it was yeah. like our Irish girls walking with these international oh, girls, know. and you couldn't, you know what? Apart from the fact that they, I think the Irish girls had their hair up, and the international girls did whatever they wanted. But apart from <laughs> that, um, you could not tell the difference between the two. Oh, you know. there was some, yeah. Were you in the show for the first one or the second one? I was in both. I watched oh, both. both. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. It was, so I was lucky um, enough to see both of them. Yeah, like they were incredible, amazing. incredible shows. And produced by, you know, by Catherine and I don't know oh, how she did it. She's an amazing person. So tell me, so tell me uh, then to, to the other end of the spectrum, what's the worst job oh, you've what? ever done? Like the most uncomfortable or the worst job you've ever done? Oh, probably the press call era when we had to do <laughs> stupid things like on Grafton Street holding in a bikini holding the latest sausage in your like hand. Like ridiculous. Like but I there was two that sticks out in my mind. And more that was just kind of embarrassing really, I suppose. Yeah. But um your agency would tell you, you know, you've to be at such such a place at such a time and you need to wear, you know, whatever it would be. Yeah. And I turned up to a, a PR company one day and I'm in, I think just jeans and a t-shirt or something and I didn't know what the press call was for but it was something to do with uh like going to the toilet or because <laughs> I was chained basically chained to a toilet oh my <laughs> right? gosh it was in this little garden they have out the back and I was literally pulling this like toilet chained the toilet oh and my god it, you know it was you're just there going why am i doing this for this crappy money i am just so mortified and, i mean you have to laugh it off and then of course the, 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 there would be the um the slagging going on in in, in newspapers of, yeah. of, of these kind of pictures that was the yeah. era of it. or an and, std um, ad or something like that you know yeah like, yeah <laughs> well and then the other kind of mortifying one it wasn't as probably as bad but i remember we did myself and andrea roach did a press call with George Hook and mm. it was for erectile dysfunction and we <laughs> were the 
<laughs> we were the Bond girls, supposedly, yeah. and standing beside him in our lovely goonies. I think I remember that. Pretending to have the guns, you know, with your hands shaped as a gun. Yeah. And he was standing in the middle with his James Bond outfit on and it was yeah everywhere in the papers for erectile dysfunction and like i'm just thinking oh, my parents are listening or looking at this going oh my god what are you doing Sarah? yeah so those kind of things the press call and you see you know you couldn't turn down a job so that's the no. whole thing is that because if you turn down a job people would know and they go oh she's difficult or you get a label of some sort you, get be, a label. you know yeah and that was actually another point you, you, you couldn't turn down jobs and you couldn't be sick so no. I, I i think it, oh god yeah I was, uh, I was how many years modeling before I ever had a sick day? I, I think uh, we should keep these stories for when we do our modeling, uh, yeah, when yeah, we're doing our, our behind yeah. the truth. Behind that's true. The, yeah. 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 But, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, there's, there's been dodgy times. But other times, you might say, standing in January on a graft, on a, on a freezing cold day in a bikini on Graft yeah. Street or on a beach or something, you know, yeah. promoting something. They're, they're <laughs> tough times, you know. Yeah. You just have to pretend you're in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to ask you some questions now, uh, so, uh, sort of quick fire round questions okay. there as well. Okay, so quickly, within 30, within 10 seconds, tell me your favorite product of all time and why. Oh, like... So, I suppose, Elizabeth Arden, 8-Hour Cream. Like, okay. I even have it by my side now as we're doing this yes. podcast. She's holding it up to me yeah. at the moment. <laughs> I, can't, I cannot live without it. I have it by my bed, I have it in my bag, I have it in the car. Like, I just love it. And I, and in fairness, it, 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 I use it for my lips. But if, like, I get a cut or if the kids get a scrape or a cut, I put my special cream, as I call it, onto them. Um, if they get burnt under their eyes which my kids t- tend to even if they just look at the sun they get burnt in their eyes or if i get burnt um it's the most amazing cream for it so i cannot live without it okay um who have you most been starstruck that you've worked with or you met oh like definitely christy Turrington. Like, okay just yeah, likewise. in awe of her I, 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 I didn't even know what to say to her <laughs> I was just so i was so young at the time i suppose it'd be different now but yeah totally her um, give me who are your favorite um, hairdressers to work with? Oh, God. Who would you uh, rate? As, like, if you were to go um, get your hair done and so on, who would you rate? Yeah. So, well, hairstylist, I suppose Michael Leong is. Yeah. is renowned as being one of the best and he really is he he like i have very very fine hair very short hair and and he still manages to make my hair look like the girls who have really long hair he he, yeah. he works his magic and it, it's incredible and mm. i love that he just it's no fuss it's always just simple and easy and mm. it, he he always makes it look so elegant and beautiful mm-hmm. um, but I rem- and I just give you a quick story. I, I I kind of ruined my hair a number of years ago when I was much younger, and I was dying at bl- peroxide blonde for about four four months, and my hair just couldn't manage it. Mm. And one night at a show, he said, "Sarah, this is getting into such bad condition. Tufts of hair everywhere, yeah. like, coming out." And he just I just said, "Cut it all off," and he went and chopped it all off into a real boy short haircut. And um, but it created a new look for me actually, which yeah. worked. So um, so he's 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 amazing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's lots of amazing ones but he yes there is there. yeah and you're uh okay likewise with makeup makeup artists besides me obviously besides you obviously um no in fairness the, I, I i'm quite fussy about my makeup like i mm. i i um even nowadays people say oh well, i've got a makeup artist for you for a certain shoot and i'm like i'll do my own thanks and i'm not mm. even great at makeup but just i just kind of know my own face sometimes yeah. so um 
God, there are so many. But again, I think people like you have mentioned uh, before, like I, Paula Callan, Danielle Murphy, and Zoe Clark, um, Derek Harbury. There's, there's, mm. there's, but there's so there, there is quite a few. But again, f- there's lots of kind of bad ones out there too yeah. that just don't, that, yeah. that don't look at your face and and, yeah. and make them make up suit your face rather yeah, than so just doing they're, one they're, look. They're, they're, these are these ones that are out there now who who just do the one look we're yeah. going to talk about that as well yeah, in another yeah, yeah. in another podcast yeah. um okay um who's your favorite designer irish designer or or foreign designer irish or, god um oh my god again so many well I, I I am quite lucky, like to work for Louise Kennedy, and while I can't afford her clothes because <laughs> they're <laughs> lovely expensive, they are beautiful, and I I the privilege to wear them actually is 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 uh, is all mine. Um, but she's she's amazing at what she's done. I think in terms of Irish design and and made it um commercial as well. Mm. Um, but God, there's oh, you're putting me on the spot now as well with Irish designers. Um, or international then. Do you know what's funny? Like people think we probably know so much about fashion. I don't really. Like I said, I'm the <laughs> hanger. Like I just put the clothes on and and and, and walk, like yeah. or shoot. Like I I I I don't. I'm not like. Oh my god, I'm so into this new style or that yeah. style. Like I, I just put the clothes on and, and yeah. do my job and, and yeah, go home okay. again. Well, that, that's, really. A, that's a really I'm, good I'm, answer. That's a really honest answer. I love that answer. That's good. Well done. That's terrible. I never get booked again. <laughs> um, and and my last question is the same question you asked me. Actually, second last question. Uh, your favorite scent. Oh, do you know what? I I don't know. I, do you know I love Christian Dior? Um, one I, like I I love most of that those scents, uh, mm. but I do, I don't. I tend to just get ones as as I don't have a scent. Do you know why people mm. have a scent and they yeah. always buy it I and know, they always yeah. get given? Yeah. I'm one of these people who jumps from one to the other and whatever's given to me, I just use up. And do you know, I love the Zara scents. Like mm. Zara have some beautiful mm-hmm. scents actually, like yeah. which is and really affordable. Yeah. Um, but which is good. there's there's uh, there's one that always stands out in my mind, and that's probably Poison. Okay. By Chris and Dior, and I okay. I do I do love that one. Okay, and for men. What's Kenny wear? Do you know Aqua de Gio? I love oh, him. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Um, although I did buy him a Zara one there, just like as a Father's Day gift or something, and I I couldn't tell you which one it is, but I love it. <laughs> I yeah. actually want to wear it myself. And I love tell men. Me my, sorry, go ahead. I, I love men's aftershave actually on 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 women as well. Like I used mm. to wear Yope a lot or Jope or whatever way people want to say it. Yeah. But I, I loved that one when I was younger too. But yeah. tell me, just final question: What is your uh, what um, advice would you give to um, a young girl who wants to get into modelling now? What would be your advice to her to be? Um, so I'd 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 definitely say just go to an agency, um, a reputable agency, and 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 take it from there rather than taking pictures and getting yeah. caught up in spending money on on shoots mm-hmm. and stuff. Just go to an agency, um, see if you can be taken on. If they want you, they want you. If they don't, they yeah. don't. And a lot of agencies might just say, "Oh, yeah, you can, you can come on board," uh, but it's actually about getting the work afterwards. So mm-hmm. you have to put the work in as well as they have to put the work in. So mm. you have to do go sees, you have to do castings. You have, you know, now these days it's it's all changed a bit, and there's not as many castings and go sees. But um, y- 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 get there, get the advice from them to get a proper shoot done by a reputable photographer, mm-hmm. and 
do it alongside school and college you know mm-hmm. in Ireland unless you're going to become an international supermodel and earning a huge amount of money mm-hmm. um, it's it's a nice sideline uh, job to do in school and college mm-hmm. I, I, I obviously started later but it's um, and, you, and you don't know where it could take you because nowadays with social media and Instagramming mm-hmm. that's that's the way it's it's becoming but mm-hmm. uh, I didn't I didn't go down that road but uh, mm-hmm. if if you're if you're if you're tall enough like you do need to be five foot eight and over um and it's all about healthiness not being skinny and mm. uh having looking after yourself being good good skin and um mm. yeah like but yeah start with the agencies first and and, yeah. and check them out thank you very much sarah that was a beautiful conversation yes i, I enjoyed that although i am shaking with nerves here when i have to talk about myself although i could ramble forever but i <laughs> but it's um but it, look it's been always good to to, to chat, to chat. And, and well, it's good to get this out of the way so now we start yeah. the series job of the the podcasts that are coming up um, exactly. and we've got a load of topics that we were going to be covering um yeah. but just if, if people if there are products or topics that people would would like us to to talk about we'd love to hear from you and we have our yeah. uh, we do have our instagram page which will be um, starting really soon it's yeah. the beauty beauty and beyond instagram page so yes, you can get in touch and with that. podcast so uh, follow yeah. us and we'll be sharing their product reviews and behind the scenes and makeup looks and lots yeah. more and I, and I know um you're excited to do some makeovers on me yeah well. so <laughs> i'm going to do some makeovers in conjunction with the podcast and uh, yeah. we'll do some yeah. live makeovers you and i and uh, have a bit of a laugh and that's it for this week's beauty and beyond with thanks to our friends over at beauty buddy app and also to our producer simon um, <laughs> looking forward to the next number of podcasts um, so am i so it's going to be really really good so um listen it's a great talking to you sarah as always and um likewise. i'll talk to you again soon talk to you soon When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.